Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's go, baby. Overreaction Monday. Welcome in, everybody. Welcome in, Goon Squad. Shout out to everybody in the Goon Squad. What a wild weekend it was. The divisional round. Uh, Crazy things happen, as everyone should know. Uh, Today is January 13th. The divisional round is over. We're heading to the NFC and AFC Championship Games next weekend. And of course, alongside me as usual here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, George Kurtz. I am your boy, the closer, Chris Ventra. Taz, tell me about it. Wild? Surprised? Um, yeah, a little bit of all of that, absolutely. You know, it, thinking about it this morning, about all the different games, and, you know, it, it's almost like with all the other three games, it's almost like I totally forgot what happened in the Minnesota-San Fran game. Because it was the least, you know, entertaining of all the games this weekend. Um, San Francisco <laughs> came out and took care of its business right from start to finish. And no, you know, craziness involved in it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Um, just it was, you know, San Francisco just winning this game outright from get go, and that was the least entertaining of all the games. And it's almost it feels like it happened like. To me, at least, almost like a month ago, right. uh, because the other three games had so much craziness involved in it that it just kind of like, whoa, okay, that was this weekend too. Oh, okay, yeah, I, I seem to remember that game. Right, I know it, it did feel like a long time ago because uh, these games, other games, were wild. Uh, well, the, last night's game, I guess we could start there. I mean, I kind of feel like it went almost how it was expected to go, except for the fact that. The Packers had a big lead. Now, yeah, the Packers are just a better team, but it came down to Russell Wilson late in the game, could have drove downfield and scored a touchdown. Guys dropped balls. Uh, you know, Seattle just not as good of a team overall to the Packers, and I think it showed there, but uh, also being in Green Bay was tough. But, I mean, uh, Russell Wilson got his chance. He got his chance. It didn't happen. Uh, he was 21 for 31, 277, a touchdown, no picks. Uh, he ran for 64 yards. I mean, Russell Wilson has to carry this team pretty much because on the ground, Marshawn Lynch, 12 for 26. Two touchdowns, but 12 for 26 is bad. Uh, you know, uh, I know. One of my losing prop bets on the weekend. <laughs> uh, they were missing their running game. I, I mean, it's clear. You, you, they have that running game. This might be a whole different ball game. It's just not the year for Seattle. They're, they're incomplete. Uh, they were incomplete heading into the playoffs. They're incomplete now, uh, you know, pretty much all season. Uh, they've been banged up, but the defense wasn't great all season. It showed here, and the running game being non-existent showed here. So there you go. Packers win 28-23. Not surprised. I did think Seattle might get that game-winning drive at the end there. That's what I thought the difference would be. Didn't happen. Packers move on to the NFC Championship. Uh, anything that stood out to you in this game, besides obviously Devontae Adams was the, was the big-time uh, player, 8 for 162 touchdowns for the Packers. Aaron Jones, 21 for 62 and two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, anything else stand out to you guys in this game? George? This game to me was a carbon copy 
of Seattle's game last year against Dallas. And we, we talked about this during the week, at least on, on another show uh, I certainly did. Would Seattle get away from their script, which is always run, 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 and then throw? Right. And then you, by then you're behind. They did the same thing with Dallas last, uh, last year. Everything was second and nine, second and ten, because they kept running into the line, running into the line, and then you want Russell Wilson to take over. And then the second half, you just let Russell loose. They did the same exact thing here. Maybe they let Russell loose a little early, but that's because they were down earlier. Right. It was just, it, I, I was disappointed. You have Russell Wilson. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Maybe the best. You know, who knows? You can argue about that. But I know he doesn't have great weapons, but you can't just – you have no running back. You know, you have Lynch, and they played Lynch way too long. By the way, Homer was obviously the better player, yet they still kept running Lynch. Other than touchdowns, there's nothing Lynch could do. Right. It, just, it made no sense to me. You got the best, uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Let him play the game. Don't wait until you have to let him play. Right. It seemed like that to me. Same thing as last year. You, you, you waited until you had to let him play, had to let him lose. And by then, it was a little too little, a little too late. Couldn't quite get it done. Russell Wilson, in this postseason, the first two weeks uh, for Seattle, set a record. They accounts for 91.7% of the Seattle Seahawks offense. 91.7. The man can play. Let him play. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, it's not like we're talking about a sketchy quarterback here, a young quarterback who hasn't been to the playoffs before. He's won a Super Bowl. I mean, he's been to multiple Super Bowls. He's, driven, he's been in the playoffs a bunch of times. He's won big games. You've got to start out with him when you know your running game isn't what it should be. The right guys aren't there. Okay, you got this old Marshawn Lynch, not the same guy he used to be. Even when he was young and in his prime, Marshawn Lynch, he wasn't a, he didn't have speed. He was just a bruiser. You know, he was a bruising back that's going to break tackles and you know, basically get you the yardage you need, like a, like a Derrick Henry. But Derrick Henry also is just uh, completely. Yeah, dominant, but see, you right? can't blame you can't blame this on Lynch. No, this I don't blame all on, Lynch. on the equipment manager. Yeah, <laughs> it was all on the equipment manager. He's the one who screwed up. I mean, Lynch made it plain. He wanted the green Skittles, and the equipment manager forgot to get the green Skittles. They forgot the green Skittles, the neon green Skittles or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't neon understand. green Skittles. Damn, I wish I would have <laughs> thought of that. Can you buy just one color Skittle, or would you have to go through like 10 bags and take out all the green ones? Yeah, you probably have to go through 10 bags, bags and take yeah. out all the green ones. Yeah, I, don't, yeah, I, I think they only buy. come mixed. Next yeah. year, I, I think. I don't, I don't know. I haven't bought these things in forever, but I'm, I'm now I'm curious. If you, if, can you buy just one color Skittle? I don't think so. I don't think you can. But you could buy a box of Skittles, and uh, that's what they should have did for him. You know what I mean? Have some that poor slob go through. Oh, green, red, <laughs> orange, purple, yellow, green. Very tedious. There's a, there's a job I want to do. <laughs> that's what equipment managers are for. Yeah. Yeah, or the water, like, you know, the water guy. Yeah, that, that's somebody lower man. He can't do anything else. Yes, that's, that's it. That's a union job. He handles water only. That's it. You can't give and him anything. And only once else. it gets in the jugs. He can't put it into the jug. He can't pour it out of the jug. He just squirts he can it in your mouth. He take the jug and transport it, and that's all he can do because it's a union job. Yeah. He can only take the bottle and squirt it in <laughs> your mouth. Um, <laughs> it's bad. Uh, I, I will say this. No, you're right, George, honestly. 21-3 to three at halftime, the Packers are leading. Okay? Um, it's because they tried to run heavy. Throw the ball, Russell Wilson, right off the jump, like you said. Throw right away. You know that's your strength right now. I mean, that's what you have. I don't mean to cut you off, Chris. And I, I totally agree with what you guys are saying um, in you know, what you're trying to get across. But the point of the matter is, you know, right now with the way the offensive line was beat up, um, they were having a hard time keeping anybody out of that backfield, whether it was against the run or the pass. Right. 
Yeah, he got sacked quite a few times. I mean, the pressure was there. It was tough for Russell Wilson in this one. It's not their year, Seattle. Put it that way. All right, we'll be right back. Break down the rest of these games on Overreaction Monday here on The Friends. Yeah. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Football Frenzy on an overreaction Monday. Shout out to the pit, Boston Brian, Alex Paisano, and the rest of the crew, Bavona. And I am your host, the closer, Chris Ventra, on Frenzy Monday with Ta- Fancy Taz, Jim Day, and George Kurtz. We're breaking down these games. Yeah, so Green Bay, Seattle, everything was pretty even here. It looked like, I mean, in the end, the stats looked like that. But they were down too much. They had to do. They had to become a one-dimensional team because they waited too long to really rely on Russell Wilson. Um, but if you look at the team numbers, like rushing yards, passing yards, total yards, everything was pretty close. You know, no turnovers in this game. No turnovers. Uh, yeah, but the problem you guys are saying they should went to Russell big. Wilson faster. I'm saying they didn't give Marshawn Lynch enough chances here. Look, enough chances. He's the kind of running back. We see it all the time. It gets better as the game goes on. He gets stronger. Defenses get weaker. And they didn't give him enough chances to get to my damn 35 and a half (laughs) uh, prop bet. That's, you know, as long as he would have got to that 36 yards, then then they could have turned to Russell Wilson. That's all I needed. 36 freaking yards, you bum. And did you hear him? We can't really blame Russell. I mean, they took him off the scrap heaps. They come on and help us. We're we're desperate here. And they were desperate. Mm -hmm. They had nobody left. Uh, see, I don't think they gave Travis Homer enough of a shot. You know, uh, mm-hmm. I think they should have done with Lynch what, what they were doing. You know, short yardage, let him do that. He was doing, you know, he'll get you a touchdown, your fourth, third and ones, fourth and ones, fourth and twos, whatever, but nothing outside of that. Hell, Lynch was in there for a bit on that, I guess, their final drive. What the hell? <laughs> Pick up the blitz is the only thing I could possibly think of. Right. That That's you the only thing. That blitz, because you, you weren't going to use him in the passing game. Right. Even that I thought was strange. So uh, it's, it is. Seattle had a great season. They have nothing to apologize for. Right. You know, I think they played probably above what I ex- well, not probably well above what I expected them to play. But I just think you know, and, and I I heed Jim's point that the offensive line was bad and that you know wouldn't have helped Wilson. But it's going to be bad for the running game too. And uh, you know, maybe they didn't think Green Bay would be quite as good on offense. Aaron Rodgers finally looked like the Aaron Rodgers we expect Aaron Rodgers to look like. You know, maybe you want to cover Devontae Adams, but hey, that's. That's a defense. Yeah, really. That but, would uh, be nice, don't you think? That would be, yeah. <laughs> I would you take might three of my defenders and say, you three guys are covering with him yeah. everywhere. Oh, Wherever he goes, you beat, three yeah. guys go. I'll deal with the rest of the guys. You three guys take Devontae Adams out. <laughs> and then, But you guys, are, listen, that's the difference in the game. I mean, uh, Packers' defense is better, and their run game is better. They have Aaron Jones, as opposed to Marshawn Lynch and Homer, who, like you said, George, only had three carries in this game, but... Um, you got two. You had two sacks each from Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. The two Smiths getting four sacks total, and Kenny Clark had a sack, five sacks as opposed to two on the other side against Rodgers. And uh, yeah, they showed up. I mean, listen, they're and they're a well balanced team. Rogers were basically his fault because he held the ball too long. Mm-hmm. 
That's no, what Aaron does. Aaron likes to hang out in the pocket. Look at that big does, place. But I, that, that's what I'm saying. That's you know you can't really blame the offensive line for those two sacks. He's just trying to make things happen and keeps holding and keeps right. holding. But two sacks not not even that you know not even that bad. I'm I'm just saying like they're just a more well balanced complete team. The, the bye week obviously did a lot for them. I think uh, that bye week was huge for the NFC teams. I feel like I don't know about the AFC teams. The Ravens with the bye week didn't do nothing with it. I mean, they just didn't show up, man. I don't know. Guys are dropping well, balls. Chiefs got off to a slow start. For yeah. The same, you know, could be for the same <laughs> reason. You never know. See, some teams like having that bye week because it definitely helps get healthy, get rested. But like other the Niners teams, they, they don't like taking that week off because, you know, it lets people get, I don't know. You don't want to say rusty after a week, but, you know, it, it's not like they're quite ready to play when the game starts the next time. And, right. You know, so every team is going to be a little different that way. but. Uh, it was just, it was crazy. Twitter was going nuts at the start of the KC game. And everybody's like, oh my God, KC's going to get rounded like Baltimore. It's like, oh, it's the same thing. Everybody keeps dropping passes left and right. And they were. It was the same exact thing. It really was. You know, Houston dropped a ton of passes. KC dropped a ton of passes. Houston was making stupid mistakes. KC was making stupid mistakes. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe it's happening again. Right. The two teams that everybody thought were sure winners. Um, both looked like they were done. <laughs> early. It was just crazy. Yeah, really early. You're right. <laughs> I mean, listen, it, it was 24 nothing, And that was the first quarter. <laughs> I mean, that's ridiculous. To come back. First, first time and a half a team has ever been down that many points and come back to lead in the half. Yeah, I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. 28-24 before halftime. That was the score. Gabe, Gabe was going nuts. Uh, on in-game live yesterday, he was going yeah. crazy. I mean, that's a roller coaster ride. You got a lot of money. He, even when they, KC was down twenty-four nothing, he's still shouting, "KC's going to come back. They're going to cover. They're going to cover." And they did. <laughs> I had that feeling too because I was like, "Listen, there's no way the number one and two seed in the AFC, both of them, are going to get blown out." I don't think that's ever happened before in the history of the NFL. I don't think the one and two seed both get blown out in their divisional games. I don't think that's ever happened. So for that to I'd happen, have to look that up. yeah, I, I would have to look I, that up, but I, I doubt I, I would it. imagine that's happened, though. I would imagine. What, that the one and two seed in, in the same conference both yeah. get blown out in their divisional yeah. round? I doubt it. Maybe once. I'll take, I'll take the numbers with Jim here. I'm, I'm with Jim. It had to happen somewhere. I mean, if, I guess it depends on what do you consider a blowout. Yeah, right. Well, you know, I'm thinking 14 points or more. No, I think it probably more, happened. What with two scores? One, two, yeah, homework for tonight, Chris. Go home and check it out and let us know tomorrow. Well, I was going to do it yesterday, but then all of a sudden they started coming back, the Chiefs. <laughs> and you got 28-24. Uh, even, if, even if you did look, by the way, you would need to uh, see all the game. Were they only down by seven? The other team scored a touchdown late to make it look like it was a blowout? So you'd have to check that out as well. Right, there's garbage time. That's, right? that's what I mean. What, what do you mean by a blowout? I guess, yeah, you can't really define a blowout. So I would probably go more than, in, in today's game, I'd probably go more than two scores. I think it's going to be 17 points. 17? Okay. Yeah. So the minimum three scores. The minimum of three scores, which is two touchdowns and a field goal. That makes sense. Yeah, I would eight, s- eight, eight. You get, two, you get your two points. Eight, eight, 16, so 17. More than, more than two, any, any kind of two scores. More than any kind of two scores. Okay. There you go right there. That's fine. I'll take it. And, I, and it was looking like that. But the final score of this game, 51-31, the Chiefs, they're scary just for that reason. I mean, if you're up 24 nothing. Uh, and you end up getting blown out. Okay, yeah, so they really. did get blown out. They blew <laughs> yeah. out the Texans, fifty-one thirty-one. By Twenty points. That's I mean, a blowout. <laughs> Twenty-four nothing. 
And then you get blown out 51-31. I mean, the Texans, obviously, they're just not they that went strong on a, team. Think of it this way. They went on a 51-7 to run. That's wild. They ran out of fireworks. Yeah, that's so wild. <laughs> I mean, it was a lot have of obviously. Been, go ahead. Have you ever been to KC, either one of you? No. Oh. Well, I've been to KC, but not the stadium. Well, then you know, there's a fireworks store in every other corner. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Send some, send the water boy. I'm sorry, we can't send the water boy. He's only the water. Send the equipment manager out to get more fireworks. <laughs> All right. Literally, it can't be far away. And so I found that funny that they ran out of fireworks. <laughs> yeah, right. Especially when all the, all the scores were touchdowns anyway. It was like they hit 19 field goals. Right. So you, were, you, weren't, you didn't have anything more for, what, eight scores? Come on, guys. Come on, man. Seriously. Five I, touchdowns. I'll tell you, I, I mean, just looking ahead real quick to next week, Casey, Tennessee. Right. You know, again, it looks like KC, this should be an easy game for them. And and then you think of Tennessee and what they've done in the last the two weeks. The underdog story. Like, yeah. hmm, you know what? I, I, KC can be run on. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. Yeah. Aren't you scared? Like, I mean, as a Tennessee, if you're back in Tennessee, like Chiefs just came back from 24 nothing against Texans. Now, granted, Titans defense is definitely better than the Texans defense. I mean, they played great against the Ravens. Uh, but... I mean, I could still see that the Chiefs could still put up 40 on the Titans. It's not like that Titans defense is anything really special. I, I think that if, if you're the t- Titans, if you're back in the Titans, how could you not think they have to score probably 30 points? I think the Titans have to score 30 points to win this game. But that's not how they do it. <laughs> I know that's they not how they do it. They just wear you down. You know, you got a running back who's what? Got three, his last three games, over 180 rushing yards in each game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Come on now. It, 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 at this point, no, you, I give you, you credit. don't care about any of that other stuff. You're putting that out of your mind. You just went against, you know, the hot, best scoring team in the league all year mm-hmm. that nobody had an answer for, um, and you just blew them out. And you literally did. From start to finish, this was Titans game. You know, Baltimore tried, but never even got close, really. I don't care what the well, score says. Tennessee routed them. Momentum <laughs> is a big thing, I think, in, in these games. And that what, they were driving. They stopped the Titans. They started driving. Andrews, the ball's a little high, tipped up. It's a pick that changes the whole thing. That momentum shift right there changed everything, I think, right there. And Andrews needs to catch that ball. I know it's a little overthrown, Andrews a little overset. Andrews was hurting like hell. It was, it, it, it was amazing that he was even on the field that he was talking about. I know, but that shouldn't have been a pick. You know what I mean? Uh, that kind of screwed things up. But we'll see. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Be back after this on Overreaction Monday. Shout out to the Goon Squad. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. want to be the next daily fantasy millionaire dunk on your nba dfs competition with dailyroto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season compete with the pros with the dailyroto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in nba dfs plus lineup alerts breaking news late swap support and so much more save 10 percent on winning nba dfs advice with the promo code dunk Visit dailyroto.com slash dunk to learn more. That's dailyroto.com slash dunk. Dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. Back go. to you, Christopher. 
There you go right there. Fantasy Taz, Jim Day Reads, um, DailyRoto.com. Check it out. Fantasy Football Frenzy, we're back on a Monday. Overreaction. Uh, I'm going to overreact to the Ravens, man. I don't know. I don't get it. They are missing. Listen, how do you dominate all year? Go 14-2. and two. Did they get blown out all season? I think the Browns blew them out early, early in the year, right? The Browns yeah, beat yeah, them up was, pretty yeah, good. Yeah, there was one big game. They had, big they had game. won 12 straight games. Right. Yeah. And they're blowing good teams out, like, at times. Uh, and you lose, and not only lose. Okay, if you lose by three in this game, it's tough battle, whatever, that's one thing. You get blown out by the Titans. I mean, I feel like that's shame on Ravens right there. Got to play a better game there. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like they're missing one thing. Uh, and I was talking about this with Frank before. Shout out to Frank Stanford, BFFs. Uh, they're missing like a really, really good go-to wide receiver that can, you know, make a big play, make a big first down. Uh, Hollywood Brown had a great game. Don't get me wrong. Seven for 126. He's a rookie, though. Um, he's a deep play guy. And Andrews was banged up. Obviously, you saw that. But... They need another guy. Like that, they need someone that's very reliable uh, for first downs, like, you know, third and seven or whatever. I just, uh, a lot they of drops. A number in this game. one wide receiver. Marquise Brown is not a number one wide receiver yet. Can he be, though? Can oh, I he think be? he can definitely get there, if, but he's still got so much to learn. He, he's got to develop his route tree a ton more. Mm -hmm. you, know, it, it, you know, once he does that, he can get to be a number one, but he's not a number one yet. Right. You know, he's a rookie, and that's their number one receiver. But I'm not going to make excuses for the Ravens because they should have, you know, I mean, you're the number one seed, the best team all year in the NFL. You get knocked out in your first try here in the playoffs. I guess it happens, but it was a little it was a little shocking. I didn't see that one coming. And Titans, I'll give them credit too, obviously. You know, Derrick Henry rolled 30 for 195. I mean, the guy's just unstoppable right now. So let's see when this unstoppable force, Derrick Henry, meets uh, the Chiefs' immovable object, which is their, their offense, which I, I don't know how... Anyone could stop him. Uh, I really well, That's don't. what we were saying before this weekend about Baltimore. Nobody could stop them. They're, they're, I mean, they're almost guaranteed to go to the Super Bowl. It, the only team that has a chance to stop them is KC. Well, that's not how it works. See, that's the craziness of this game. It, it's a, All you need is a couple of quick things to develop early on in the game, and mm -hmm. the game could change like that. Right. And that's exactly what happened. Baltimore made a couple of early mistakes, were dropping passes. They couldn't get any momentum. And the Titans just came in and said, okay, well, if you guys aren't going to put up some points, let us do it. Right. And they just ran it down their throat. Um, and, you know, that's what Seattle should have done with Marshawn Lynch. Ran him down his throat at least until he got to 36 yards. <laughs> right, but, I mean, the play calling was real good on uh, Tennessee side. I mean, some of those bootlegs, trick plays, the Derrick Henry jump pass. Uh, which yeah, was that was crazy. Wild. Was <laughs> uh, <laughs> what a call. I mean. Uh, it's a risky call, but I guess it, it worked. So, uh, See, but, you know, this is, this is the kind of difference. You know, when when you have one team that makes a crazy call like that and it works, oh, my God, that's a great call. But then and when then they don't, got, yeah. Yeah, right. And when they go for the fake uh, punt and they get caught behind the line, it was literally a one-on-one -on -one situation. He beats that one tackle. He's easily got the first down, and they keep rolling. But he doesn't. He gets caught behind by Sorensen, which he made an excellent tackle. Sorensen was actually all over the field for them yesterday, playing mm -hmm. an excellent game. Um, but, you know, he just made that tackle 
he doesn't make that tackle. Everybody's saying, oh, what a great play because it keeps them rolling, keeps Kansas City off the field, and they just keep going, keep going. That was the idea behind it. And everybody, oh, what a stupid call. You know what? I didn't think it was a stupid call. Sometimes great calls don't work. Yeah. You I can think, make a good uh, call. Go ahead, George. When it came to that, I think my opinion of that is, uh, I mean, I don't like the fake putt in that situation because what does it get you? Okay, now you got first down, you're 34. Doesn't mm-hmm. get you anything. You're still gonna go. It keeps you know, the ball 40. out of Kansas City's hands that much. All longer. right, but it, if you were so worried about that, you know, this is why Bill O'Brien made no sense in that press conference. Then you got to go for it on fourth, and was it one instead of kicking that well, field I agree goal? With you're that. so worried yeah, about not, that. <laughs> so that's why I mean, it, it, it didn't mesh what he did. I'm not arguing that, that one at all. I agree with you. How come you right. don't go for it on fourth and one? Right. Those should have been <laughs> reversed, though. I mean, that's when you you go for it, but you, you kick the ball. I would have kicked the ball in that situation, unless a. If on the Rams, maybe that's different because the Rams convert every fake pump. But I, I don't know if I'm doing it there if I'm with Texans. I just think it's going to go 40 yards for a field goal, no, 65 for a touchdown. I didn't get you anything. I'm more of a fake guy for a punt when probably it's around my 50, you know, even the 45, somewhere around there. Where Okay, I'm, right. I'm first down or first down and a half short of at least points there. I would have done it there. I also would have – I do – I'm not a big momentum guy. I really am not. You don't think momentum? You know, I, I think it plays a part but not a major. I keep going back to baseball. Momentum is the next day's starting pitcher. That's really what it is. Yeah, you know, but this uh, is different than baseball when it comes to momentum. It is, but it, it, is, yeah. it also is. Carries Casey's a lot gonna, more weight in football. Yeah, but we, we see this all the time. The teams lose. They have to, oh, how, you know, they're coming in hot and they get blown out. I mean, it's like the Vikings. team and the, and the players. Uh, yeah, the Vikings laid a complete egg. I mean, we've seen and we've seen eggs all, all over the place this season. Mm-hmm. It plays a part, but not a major thing here. But I do wonder there, you had everything going your way. And we in the back of my mind, well, if they stop us here, not only are they in great field position, but now that the crowd will get me be back into it. You know, it will wake everybody up. But I don't know if I want to wake up a sleeping giant either. Right. I just thought it was a bad call for that position. I didn't, I didn't think the risk was worth the reward. Right, right. And that makes sense. I mean, listen, uh, and this is what I mean by Kansas City compared to Baltimore, Jim. is like Baltimore gets down, you know, things aren't going their way. Passes are being dropped. Passes are being dropped and turning into interceptions, uh, you know, to Tennessee takes this early lead. They're not turning the ball over. They're playing sound football, making good play calls. Um, even the, what was it, the bootleg or whatever it was, a fake hand, handoff, a play action to the bomb to um, the receiver for the second touchdown, I believe. I forgot, what, I forgot who it was thrown to. Not a big name guy, a guy you don't know on, uh, on the Titans. But like those play calls, don't expect it a bomb from Tannehill in that spot because he threw the ball 14 times this game. He threw the ball 15 times last week. So you switch it up. Uh, that's what Seattle didn't do. Uh, and the Ravens, I feel like, just couldn't. I guess they're not designed to come back. They never really had to come back much this year at all, except for maybe that Browns game. But they got blown out and they lost. Um, they're not designed for that, I feel like. They don't have it. Uh, they couldn't do it. The Chiefs did. The Chiefs have it. So if they're getting blown out, and that's the thing, that's the difference between the Chiefs and the and the Ravens. Okay, but wait, let, let me throw something out here. The other big difference is the Chiefs have a lot more weapons. Yes, yeah, clearly. I mean, Mahomes is more polished. Obviously, uh, this was for the first playoff appearance for, uh, for Lamar Jackson. This is Mahomes is what third? I mean, he was in it last year, and this well, is, this is what this wasn't Lamar's first. He was in it last year. Too. Oh yeah, he was in the first round last year, but he. He fumbled like three he, times. He got clobbered. By yeah. He was terrible versus the Charges. He was right. absolutely terrible. He got, but he also wasn't as good a passer last year as he's been this year. Nope. Right. Look, I, I get it. They got beat. They they came out. They they were off them their game to start, and they could never get it together. I get it. 
Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's people out there trashing Lamar Jackson no. for it. And I'm like, come on, give the kid a break. He's 23 freaking years old. And if he puts half the half the amount of work in this year that he did over this past, you know, preseason and offseason, he's only going to get better. And, you know, everybody, oh, yeah, Lamar Jackson, he, you know, he's like Cousins. He can't win the big game. You know, oh, like, come on. Yeah, that's bull. Yeah, no, with stupid takes like that make offense. me crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he ran the ball 20 times for 143 yards. I mean, he had well, to. Like George said, when was the last time you saw somebody have 500 yards of offense by himself right. and not win? <laughs> right, right. I mean, he did everything he could. Yes, he made mistakes. I mean, there was that pick, but they were already getting blown out at that point. And, you know, trying to chase here, you're going to make mistakes. Lamar threw that second pick was bad. I mean, it wasn't a good throw. Uh, but, you know, it happens. I mean, it just it happens. Uh, everything else he did was great. Uh, the receivers let him down. Uh, and it was, they just I feel like they just didn't show up energy-wise. You're home. You're in Baltimore. This is a big game. You're the number had, one seed. Show up. They had you know? two of their biggest offensive weapons, not 100%, not even close. I mean, Ingram hardly played at all. Mm-hmm. And and Mark Andrews was you could see Mark Andrews was playing through a lot of pain, uh, right? You know, and more than likely, if it wasn't a playoff game, there's no way he's on that field. He so, probably shouldn't have you played. Know, you know, well, I, I yeah, it's easy to say that now, but he's still your best. You know, basically your best weapon over the middle of the field, right? Yeah, pretty much your only weapon over the middle of the field. Yeah, I mean they they hit up Snead a little bit, but you know he doesn't do much. It's just. I don't know. It's it's rough for the Ravens. I, you can't blame Lamar. I, I just think they just fell flat. The defense didn't look energetic at all. And this is what I mean. Like, it's weird because the Ravens had the bye and they didn't do anything with it. They looked worse because of it. Maybe they were the team that needed the momentum going in. That two weeks off could feel like a month. You know what I mean? When you're playing a season where you're playing every week. But for the, for the 49ers, on the other hand, that bye did them wonders. Because that defense, okay, I mean, I swear, like, that defense looked like the defense when they were 5-0 and early in the season, when everyone was healthy. You know, D. Ford, all these guys came back in this game. The offensive line, McGlinky was there, um, McGlinchkey, and uh, Staley was there. I was going to uh, say who that is, McGlinchkey. McGlinchy. <laughs> yeah, McGlinky. <laughs> uh, the O-line looked good. The O-line's healthy. That buy did wonders for the 49ers because that defense was absolutely dominant. And well, they I, were in the backfield more than... In Minnesota's backfield, more than Cousins was. <laughs> Cook they have, like, couldn't do six, anything. I think they had six sacks, six sacks, yeah. And then they had like nine tackles for loss in this game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, the like energy. I said, they were in that backfield all game. Right. And that's what I mean. Like the energy level that they were at, like compared to the Vikings defense, was a totally different level. They were all over the place. They were swarming. I mean, that bye did them wonders, and it showed. They absolutely dominated. The only thing that the Vikings did offensively, really, was one play to Stephon Diggs where Akilah Witherspoon, the cornerback, you know, he tripped up. He kind of got beat. Yeah. I mean, that was it. That's he the only get beat. big play. He got beat. He got beat. <laughs> yeah, he got beat. Uh, that's It is what it is. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Be right back after this on Overreaction Monday. You heard? Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Oh, yeah. 
boys are back in town. Shout out to the oh, they They're they're still at home watching the games like we are. The Cowboys. That's them Cowboys. They're back home. Uh, you know, drinking beers and stuff, watching these games, saying, "I wish we were here." Arresting up for next year. Russell Bryan. There you go, right there. I'm sure. I'm sure they are. Now they got their co- their head coach, Mike McCarthy, ready to go. It'll be real great next year. Promise. Don't make promises. I heard Ezekiel Elliott is selling his home. <laughs> Where's he going? He's buying a bigger one. He wants to go somewhere where he doesn't have to play for Mike McCarthy. I know. <laughs> right? Everybody's going to be worried about this now. Watch. Uh, all these fantasy football freaks out there are going to drop Zeke about four or five spots in the first round because of this, because of Mike McCarthy. I think it's a mistake. I think it's a mistake. No, Zeke's not dropping. I know. But people <laughs> I, will I, do that. I wish People would, would do that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it may be in some, some of your home leagues. Or, actually, yeah. I, but even in home leagues, who will even be aware of what my, Mike McCarthy did in Green Bay? I mean, it's been a couple of years. They'll forget all about uh, that. All they'll, all they'll remember is his office is boring, and Aaron Rodgers didn't like him. Yeah. I mean, they'll know, but they won't know that. Yeah, they'll still take Zeke. I mean, Derrick Henry now. I mean, people are saying, first pick overall, Derrick Henry. <laughs> I mean, listen, you want to do He's a free that. agent. We don't, even, we don't even know where he'll be, right? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> his, his, his price going up, 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 up. Yeah. Cha-ching. Seriously. Somebody's going to pay big money. I don't big. know about that. You don't think so? I don't know. There are still I don't teams think Tennessee lets him walk out the door. I don't think I, so yeah. either. I agree with Jim. I doubt he leaves. But even if, if, even if, if he were, there are still teams that don't believe in paying big for a running back. And you could find these guys. And then you have to pay more for your you know, your quarterback, obviously. Wide receivers are so important nowadays. Cornerbacks, pass rusher. Those are the guys you want to pay. So I don't think he would necessarily have as big uh, a market as he might think. Melvin Gordon's going to find us out, I think, the hard way. Same with David Johnson when they're gone. Right. If they think they're going to get these huge contracts because they still can play, I don't think it's going to happen. They'll get good contracts, but not what they're looking for. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because the uh, the teams that are left, three out of the four teams that are left are heavy run teams with very good running backs. You know, uh, San Francisco has three. They don't really have an, uh, you know, a lead elite back, but they all do well. Coleman had a huge game. Uh, this week, of course he did. Just so he happens. hasn't done it like six weeks. Of yeah, so let's did. kill everybody in fantasy <laughs> playoffs. Um, you know, <laughs> two, uh, 22 carries, 105 yards, two touchdowns. Great. Mostert, Mostert did uh, 12 for 58. Still a good game. I mean, that's good. 12 for 58, 4.8 a carry. I mean, but th- this is what they do. You know, you had eight rushes from Brita, who didn't do much, but he fumbled. That's what he did. That's yeah. why he never saw the ball. He again. never saw the ball again after that. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I mean, you know. Shanahan was playing it close to the vest in this one. I mean, he was really, like, playing it conservative at one point. After Jimmy threw the pick. <laughs> I mean, Jimmy looked good. Great. First drive, tearing it up, throw right downfield. They barely ran the ball. And that's exactly what Seattle should have did coming out. Throw the ball. You know, you expect Seattle to run the ball. You expect San Francisco to run the ball early and often. But they don't. What do they do? They throw the ball heavy with Jimmy, and it works. They drive right downfield, scoring two seconds like it's nothing. Seven nothing, San Francisco. Vikings come right back. They score a touchdown, make it seven seven. And then you know you had a little back and forth after that. But I think there's another drive than than the Niners score. A couple of big plays to Debo Samuel on that one, where he 
basically held three tacklers. He dragged them to the first down marker, and then he catches another big pass right down to the one. But after that pick, Shanahan did not let Jimmy throw too much after that. He did not let Jimmy throw too much after that. He threw a couple other balls when he had to, third, third and longs, uh, like that big play to Kendrick Bourne where he had to jump up and make a catch, which was slung. Uh, that made it 17-10 because they got into field goal range because of that. Uh, but after that, the next drive, they scored a touchdown on the 49ers. They ran every single play. They didn't do one pass play. It was all straight runs with Coleman. Coleman for six, Coleman for five, Coleman for four, Coleman for six. Just kept getting first downs that way. Ran it right down the Vikings' throat. That's when you knew the game was over. Because then after that, it was 24-10, and it's like, this team, Vikings, don't have a prayer. They just made a statement by running the ball the entire drive and scoring. I mean, that was wild. They didn't take care of their chicken. Marshawn Lynch didn't take care of that chicken. (laughs) Marshawn said that after the game. Uh, Make sure you take care of your chicken. I guess that means money. Yeah, to him it did, yeah. To him it does. Money, chicken, I guess. I don't know. That's weird. Hey, it, you know, at least they got something out of Arshon. You usually don't get much out of him at all. And he actually comes out with a little, you know, nuggets of wisdom for the younger players. So I give him kudos for that. Yeah, yeah, that was, you know, that's nice. And he wasn't really part of that team. Like, he came at the end. So I understand why he wasn't, like, you know, completely destroyed or anything. But he, yeah, he does say crazy stuff from time to time. Uh, he's funny. I mean, he's good like that. But... There was someone else who said, so, oh, Sherman was going off, too, after the game. Like, complaining how everybody tries oh, to yeah. look for flaws. <laughs> disrespect him. him, yeah. They disrespect him. And he says, I'm the best corner in the league. I have three interceptions in the playoffs and zero touchdowns against. He's Nobody very modest. To my side. He's very modest. I'm <laughs> And that, you know, he, that was one of the things when they asked him, why do you think that is? He, he said, probably because I was so cocky you know, early in my career and everybody just wanted to see me fail. <laughs> and he's probably right. Yeah. They don't like cocky young rookies and cocky young players. Cornerbacks usually come in cocky when they're really that good. Look at Ramsey. That role, you have to. You have to be that guy, right? So, at least in my opinion, I I want a guy who's like that, feisty, and want to go for it. But wait, there's something else I wanted to talk about real quick. Okay, just a quick side note. I think it was in last night's game. I mean, at this point, all the games are kind of a blur in my head. All right, but when the refs reviewing that play and they come back well we just got news to new video from a different source but it doesn't change our call <laughs> remember that which ah, man, uh, the, the first down um, seattle last night yeah it looked was like it? they were short uh, a yard yeah, right right yeah. and it comes back oh we just got new footage from a different source but it didn't change our call and i'm i'm like what do you do? You arresting this man for murder or something? <laughs> like, where did you get new footage from yeah. a different source? You know, where does that come mean? From? Yeah, what do you mean? And where's right. it been all freaking year? Right. I don't. I don't get it. Yeah, I don't get that. I mean, I was dying. I'm like, what the heck? I I've been watching football all my life. I've never heard that that term ever used ever. Right. Before. I think I think they just meant they had new new angles. That's what I'm right. sure he meant to say. New. Oh, I'm sure. Like, right. Why from a different did, source? Just, Right, new yeah, was the, the Zeruda film was out there. Somebody was out there with a you know an old sixteen millimeter. Going, oh, I got yeah, it. Exactly. I mean, uh, it made it made no sense. But uh, yeah. this is the play. Everybody forgets that yellow marker was off. You can clearly yeah. see that it's not official. I think that's a throw. I'll throw some people off. I don't know if I'd have overturned it either. You really get a clear view of oh, when his head yeah, hit the ground. Yeah, I don't think you could have overturned it. Yeah, I agree. Right, because it is when his head hits the ground because uh, his body's on the defender's body, so that he he's a knee, elbow, chin. Forearm that never goes down. It's when his head hits the ground, and it's definitely short of the yellow marker. But I'm not dead sure it's short of where the marker should have been. Right, first down marker. 
And you can't really tell when the head does it. It's not like he plants it in the ground. You know, he may have brushed it up against some uh, some blades of grass there. That's about it. So uh, I don't think I'd have overturned it either. If I if you're asking me in a court of law, hey, do you think it was short? Yeah, I think it was. But I wouldn't have. Uh, I would. I yeah, would no, have no. I, yeah, I'm not. The play is what it was. It was just right. the ball. It just kind of threw me. I'm like, say what? <laughs> well, I, I, I don't Chips know. In the ball. What do you What do you think? Yeah. What do you make of all the the refs this weekend? I feel like they didn't do that bad of a job overall. Because yeah, they, they didn't terrible. call a lot of stuff. Good. Right. They, they Good. let it play. Like, exactly. They put the, why don't they do that during the season, Chris? I don't get it. I've been, say, I've been saying this all year long. I've let been saying this all the time. I ref hockey games. I know it's not the same thing, but I've always been trained to. I don't call a penalty unless it's so obvious that my hand goes up and I can't stop it. Then I'll call the penalty. Other than that, let them play. I don't want to get involved in the game. I don't want to hear my name called. I don't want to hear anybody talking to me. I go. It's yeah, a job. What if go the player comes out. up and tickles you? <laughs> then I, we probably have a different problem. <laughs> I mean, I don't know why the refs do that too. I feel like they get pressure from the fans sometimes. I don't know if in the Seattle game yesterday, there was a play where... I forgot who it was on Seattle's defense that was tackling somebody, I think, and they blew the whistle, and he kept dragging him, the running back, Aaron Jones, I think Bobby it was. Bobby Wagner. It was, that was Bobby Wagner. Right. Kept going, kept this going. This is the kind of analysis you get on the fantasy football and then, friends. And then he knocks him down, and it's like the fans are going crazy. There should be a penalty because he did blow the whistle he, a long time they ago. They thought he threw him down, but that, that was a right. thing. That's like, what I know, like to see. When you're fans, you're also nine miles away. It's not like on TV where you can actually see what happened there. The fans are in the, you know, the upper deck. The guy in the nosebleeds going, "Hey!" And he's also, by the way, how many beers have these guys sucked down? Right. Yeah, but their TV is a lot bigger than yours. <laughs> that hurts. <laughs> Wait. So, hurts. but the thing is, the thing is, in the regular season, they might call that. A lot of refs call that. I think that, you know. They know now. I think a lot of people were getting on to them throughout the regular season, and I think they're being do a they? lot more lenient on purpose. There was a lot yeah, of. I think they just let's do this every won. year in the playoffs. They let them right. play more in the playoffs. They should. They do. They should. I mean, listen. Let them play all year long. Call the I obvious. Agree. Let everything else go. The games will go by faster. They'll be more fun to watch, and exactly. we won't be bitching about the refs on this show every Monday. Right. So, good job by the refs. Game ball for the. <laughs> the refs for divisional round week. Game ball for the refs right there, baby. Because right, you didn't suck as bad this weekend as you have exactly, all year. Exactly. That's what it is. You aren't terrible. <laughs> you got a game ball for that. But, uh, yeah, 49ers, 27-10. Uh, Jimmy G had a good start, not a great ending. He didn't have to do anything. The defense yeah, yeah, was the thing. He did what he had to do, that's all. He didn't lose the game. The defense was dominating. I mean, they were all over the place. Nick Bosa, I mean, having healthy defenses, defense looks a lot different than they looked uh, the last four or five weeks of the season where, you know, before, where the Saints put up 45 against them or whatever it was. Like, it's not that same defense. This defense, I think, is ready to win a Super Bowl. And this is why I think the 49ers have the best shot over everybody. I think that their defense is the most ready right now. The energy level of their defense was like nothing else. Uh, yes, they played the, the Vikings. And yes, Kirk Cousins didn't look great. I mean, he, he looked rattled. He looked completely rattled. Cook did absolutely nothing, though. That's the thing. Cook couldn't find an inch. And you know that he's a great running back. He couldn't find an inch in this game. Nine for 18. Literally two yards of carry. Uh, besides the Stefan Diggs catch, that's it. That's all they had. And they routed him right there, 27-10. Uh, anything that stands out to you in this game, Jim? Oh, absolutely not. Besides Jimmy I can hardly G's remember play. that game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Debo played, listen, Debo played tough. He just didn't throw the ball a lot. Kittle was non-existent. 
You know, I guess he just didn't have to be. But Vikings had a good year. I'll give them credit. The Vikings had a good year. They beat the Saints in an underdog situation. They were the sixth seed. And, you know, this is as far as they were going to make it. So I say it was a successful year for the Vikings. All right. George, any last words before we head to the end of the program that you want to point out? From well, we're, hoping now, we're hoping now in the championship game that uh, Green Bay plays a hell of a lot better than they did it the first time against San Fran. That game was a nightmare. I think oh, it was a yeah. Sunday night game. 37 8. Right, like. Sam, it's holy. I mean, Jaron Rodgers is running for his life most of that game. <laughs> right? So uh, I, I, I want to be entertained. You know, I'm sure I'll have money on the game as well, but I also want to be entertained while I'm watching these things. You know, Jim uh, mentioned, I don't even remember the Minnesota San Fran game. That game does feel like about two weeks ago. You know, right. it's, it's literally two days, not even two days, and it feels like that game was a long time ago. Seriously. It really does. Opening lines here for next weekend, just so you know minus seven and a half for the AFC Championship. Tennessee at Kansas City, the Red Sea Arrowhead. It's going to be tough. Uh, minus seven and a half for the Chiefs, which I think opened at seven. Over on the 51 and a half, of course, after that 51 points the Chiefs put up le- uh, this week. Green Bay at San Francisco. Levi Stadium was rocking this week. So don't sleep on Levi Stadium and the 49er fans. They came out. Minus seven, San Francisco over on the 45. So there you go right there. Early look at the line. Uh, any of you guys have anything on the game tonight? You got the national championship. Number one LSU versus number Islanders three Clemson. Rangers, 7 o'clock. Clemson <laughs> You're not concerned? Clemson? Clemson? Everybody's saying Clemson. They're plus five. I don't know. Joe Burrow, man. LSU. Going to be tough. They're number one for a reason, but we'll see what happens. Tonight, enjoy the national championship game. We'll see you tomorrow on Overreaction Monday with the Frenzy crew. Thanks for tuning in. BFFs are up next. You hurt? Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. I'm going to miss you. Here's what you missed on Fantasy Football Frenzy. I didn't want it to end. You got the best, uh, one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Let him play the game. Don't wait until you have to let him play. Right. It seemed like that to me. Same thing as last year. You, you, you waited until you had to let him play. Had to let him lose. And by then, it was a little too little, a little too late. Couldn't quite get it done. Russell Wilson in this postseason, the first two weeks uh, for Seattle, set a record. They accounts for 91.7% of the Seattle Seahawks offense 91.7 man can play <laughs> let him play yeah right i mean it's not like we're talking about a sketchy quarterback here a young quarterback who hasn't been to the playoffs before he's won a super bowl i mean he's been to multiple super bowls he's driven he's been in the playoffs a bunch of times he's won big games you gotta start out with him when you know your running game isn't what it should be the right guys aren't there okay you got this old marshawn lynch not the same guy he used to be, even when he was young and in his prime, Marshall Lynch. He wasn't a, he didn't have speed. He was just a bruiser. You know, he was a bruising back that's going to break tackles and you know, basically get you the yardage you need, like a, like a Derrick Henry. But Derrick Henry also is just uh, completely. Yeah, dominant, see, you right? can't blame you can't blame this on Lynch. No, this I don't blame all him on, Lynch. on the equipment manager. Yeah, <laughs> it was all on the equipment manager. He's the one who screwed up. I mean, Lynch made it plain he wanted the green skittles. 
and the equipment manager forgot to get the green skittles. They forgot the green skittles, the neon green skittles or something. Um, yeah, I don't know. The I don't neon know. green skittles. Damn, I wish I would have <laughs> thought of that. Can you buy just one color skittle, or would you have to go through like ten bags and take out all the green ones? Yeah, you probably have to go through ten bags bags, and take out all the green. Yeah, I don't don't, think think they only come mixed. Next year, I I think I don't. I don't know. I haven't bought these things in forever, but I'm I'm now curious. If can you buy just one color Skittle? I don't think so. I don't think you can. But you could buy a box of Skittles, and uh, that's what they should have did for them. You know what I mean? Have some poor slob go through. Oh, green, red, (laughs) orange, purple, yellow, green. Very tedious. There's a there's a job I want to do. That's what equipment managers are for. Yeah, or the water, like you know, the water guy. Yeah, that, that's somebody, no, no, no. That's he somebody low water, man. He can't do anything else. Yes, that's, that's it. That's a union job. He handles water only. That's it. You can't get anything. And only once it gets in the jugs, he can't put it into the jug. He can't pour it out of the jug. He just squirts he can it take in the your jug mouth. and transport it, and that's all he can do because it's a union job. Yeah, he can only take the bottle and squirt it <laughs> in your mouth. Um, <laughs> it's bad. Uh, I, I will say this. No, you're right, George. Honestly, twenty-one to three at halftime, the Packers are leading. Okay. Um, it's because they tried to run heavy. Throw the ball, Russell Wilson, right off the jump, like you said. Throw right away. You know that's your strength right now. I mean, that's what you have. I don't mean to cut you off, Chris. And I, I totally agree with what you guys are saying um, in you know, what you're trying to get across. But the point of the matter is, you know, right now with the way the offensive line was beat up, um, they were having a hard time keeping anybody out of that backfield, whether it was against the run or the pass. <laughs> 